Welcome to the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the next episode of the Life Success Legacy Podcast. I'm Chris Bay out of Lawrence, Kansas, joined by a few of my favorite mics. How are you, gentlemen? <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> Great. Right. Happy Happy New Year's to everybody. I think I can safely say that. Say that this will, whenever it airs, it will be after the New Year's because <laughs> we are already after the New Year's. That's correct. <laughs> I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday. I know you did because we've been talking about it. Um, thanks for jumping on, guys. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, with the holidays in mind, um, it is oftentimes a time when families are getting together and people are always wanting to ask, hey, what's new? What's been going on? Things like that. Hey, are you still doing that? Is it like life insurance? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like it's small talk. And do they really want to know? And how do you engage in those conversations? So we thought it, it actually is kind of timely to have a conversation about how do people, how do we, or even new IBC coaches, or even our clients who get excited, what are our thoughts about how to engage those conversations, whether we are even the ones engaging the conversation or starting it, or if it's people like at a you know holiday gathering and they're asking us kind of low level questions about IBC. How do we go about that? Um, Mike Everett, I think I'd I'd like to ask you first to kind of set the tone because I remember uh, back in, gosh, 2012, Mm -hmm. um, when I was leaving my education uh, principal position and changing careers, and and I was trying to find out from you, like, how do you talk to people about this? And you gave such a helpful, and I'm actually kind of curious how you came up with this, um surely you didn't come up with this on your own i didn't (laughs) i didn't i i want to know i want you to tell people about your three circles and because you talk about that with every new ibc coach and i think it is really really impactful but it creates a problem for people because they don't know how to solve it yeah well what are the three circles we have three circles of influence. We have our inner circle, which is our family, friends, our close friends. These are people that know us. They know everything about us. They know our our successes. They know our failures. They know what kind of work we've been doing and what we're doing now. Those That's the inner circle. Then you have your next circle outside that. That is uh, people who know you, but they don't really know you. That is our uh, recreation friends, our hobby friends, our church friends, the people that we might work with in our day jobs. So once again, they know you, but they don't really know you. And then you have your outside circle, which is people that know absolutely nothing about you. The next question I ask everybody who is even pondering this is, which circle do you start with and what does 99% of them say the inner circle yeah Mm -hmm. okay so I'm going to use myself as an example I am an (laughs) over 
and I, and I can get excited about just going out to get the mail, <laughs> but yet you, you uh, give me something like the infinite banking concept and I'm going to go over the top, just like I would about my golf game, just like I would when I tell people about my sump pump problems. I mean, <laughs> I do, <laughs> I mow my lawn this way and I raised my kids this way. So I get a little overexcited, but now I'm thinking about the inner circle that have watched me fail, start new businesses, fail, <clears throat> jump into the next thing, have a little bit of success, but fail. And then now all of a sudden, here I am doing cartwheels talking about IBC. Now, what are every single one of these people thinking mike what are you doing now mm -hmm. so if if we've ever been in sales if we've ever been in multi-level marketing type stuff if we've ever been in any kind of investment club there is a certain tenor inside us that gets ultra excited about something that we're excited about mm -hmm. but yet now what I'm doing is I'm projecting my excitement onto somebody and they may not have all of the context. They may not have all of the education and the learning that I have. So how in the world do you go about that? Well, <clears throat> I'm going back to the circles. Mm -hmm. You don't give that to the inner circle. They've got to come to you. You can't go to them. Mm -hmm. So I always tell everybody, my favorite circles are the second and the third circles because out of my life, yeah. and, and there's a lot going on in 68 years, <clears throat> I've had a whole bunch of successes, but I've had a bucket load of failures, whether they be business-wise or personal-wise. So when I am talking to the outside two circles, mm -hmm. they are not in full judgment of me about my life, my personal life my business life, they're looking at me as though I actually have a clue about the infinite banking concept. So there's no uh, preconceived idea about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Right. And uh, they're just so it focused makes, on the information. They're not filtering it through their knowledge that, of you. That, yeah. it, that is it. That mm -hmm. is it. Yeah. <clears throat> which, which I'm actually an example of that, Mike, because um, I've known you since I was in college. That's and right. as you said, there's been a lot of life that's happened in that time yeah. period. And so, um, you know, when I was learning about IBC and, and Dave said, hey, you need to connect with Mike Everett, there was a question mark that, that popped oh, up in buddy. my word bubble. I was like, seriously? Mike Everett? Like, okay, I go to church with him and I've known his life and things like that and we don't live the same style of life, is that yep. really who I want to talk to about this? So I am a perfect <laughs> example. And I would have been probably a second level, second circle person at yeah. that time, right? Yep. Um, and so I I knew a little bit and it caused some questions. Yeah, there was, there was a little mini wall. Mm -hmm. I call it a, a wall. See, because in order for us to be able to have the kinds of conversations that we need about the infinite banking concept, that wall has to be hurdled or broken down. 
Yeah. Now, now there are times like at holidays and things like that where we're with, you know, family, um, friends, our chosen family, <laughs> those <laughs> ones that are not blood, but we actually like them. sometimes better than our bio families, right? Stop it. <laughs> um, well, you guys are part of my chosen family, so. There you go. There you go. I'll take that. Um, when we, when we have those interactions we're not pursuing them right we're nope. that's not we're not trying to sell ibc to our family and friends but sometimes those conversations do come up and i'm kind of curious for you guys how you typically um address or or respond to those situations mike kwong you're coming off of the holidays and you had some gatherings with people and such and i'm guessing as passionate at you and your and pay you guys are the dynamic duo right <laughs> um i'm guessing that people approached you guys about what you're doing with ibc and other things and i'm just curious what that was like and how you responded sure uh you know and as as, as long as i've you know known about ibc and have have uh, been practicing it you know for for ourselves and our businesses and, and investments Every time it still kind of gives me like a, a chill, like, okay, so how do I explain it? You know, because yeah. there's so much to unpack. And, and I realize I'm looking at it from my side where I, I understand and I know all this stuff about it and I'm excited to put it all out there in one, you know, breath. <laughs> yeah. It's just not possible. So a real challenge has been to kind of flip it on the other side and then try to <laughs> learn that from you, Chris Bay, right? How to look at it from, you know, the, the listener side and to understand what the question, you know, is, or, or if there's not a question, right, what can they take? What can they, you know, meet them where they are? Mm -hmm. So um, one thing that, you know, uh, has been, I think, effective or, or worked a little bit, it has been just not saying what it is, because it, it's too much, it, you know, I mean, it's a 10 hour course, you know, I mean, <laughs> many episodes just by chapter by chapter, there's so much to it. You know, sometimes it helps to have an elevator pitch. We talked about that, and I, I dreamt one up this morning. But uh, <laughs> one other way, angle is to just take something that, you know, it has done for us, right? Like, for example, in 2020, you know, we, we built a pool at the house with the cash values rather than going for the construction loan with the pool finance company and whatnot. Yeah. And that was the year after we both left teaching. So a lot of people are like, wow, how did you do that? <clears throat> Well, you know, through IBC. And then, you know, that engenders a conversation of, you know, okay, mm -hmm. so somebody come out and then these specific type of questions, right, elicited from that experience that we actually enjoyed. Uh, and there's many, you know, I mean, we have clients that, you know, the, you know, they built another pool, another family we have here, bought a car. Uh, I mean, the, the, the examples just abound, but... The point is when when we kind of share the the experience of using IBC, how that particularly benefited you know us in an instance, then mm -hmm. it's a nice angle that people can relate to because it's real to them. You know, it's not talking about PUAs, it's not about cash values or death benefits, all these you know technical terms that is just going to go over their head, and I know that you know, um, but I don't know. That's, that's a lot of that stuff is boring to us too, right? Like, I mean. It's exciting because it. we love the insurance <laughs> aspect of it, right? But like, we would rather talk about the things that it does, not the things that the insurance does. We mm -hmm. want to talk about what the power of utilizing this tool affords us, right? Whether that's, you know, investments or, <clears throat> you know, 
it's just security within our family or whatever. And I, we, I used to work at a tech company and it was a small company and we worked with small cities and small towns and they were skeptical of any tech company coming in because they're always getting taken advantage of because they're not that advanced. And I mean that not in a bad way, but these are towns that, you know, everybody's a volunteer and or <clears throat> being paid, you know, low wages. And so they aren't necessarily your tech geniuses. So whenever a group like us would come in, they would be like, oh, I don't know, are they going to take advantage of us? And so whenever we had other uh, cities that would vouch for us, we called it third party verification. It, yeah. cre it created this sense of, oh, trust and acceptance. And they were much more willing to speak to me uh, whenever I came in without guns ablazing from just like a cold call perspective. But if I had that introduction, if I had that, you know, that soft intro, then it warmed mm -hmm. them up to that. And that's what I think I'm relating this back to IBC because it's hard for us on that inner circle specifically. And even sometimes, like Chris said, with that second circle, because you knew Everett, right? Like you had these like mm -hmm. questions, <clears throat> but third-party verification, Dave, was it Dave? That Flashbacks. Was, Dave Bowler, yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave said, hey, this is the guy I trust. And you're like, well, he's a smart guy. So that created that sense of trust, even if you had a slight question mark in your head. And I think that that's really where I see the communication that we have, whether it's through these podcasts or any of that stuff, is that we have people who are vouching for what we're trying to accomplish because they're accomplishing the same things within their own system, but it's not coming from us. It's coming right. from those that are applying it in their own lives. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's just been fascinating to be on this journey of how IBC has grown and the momentum that has built um, because early on I felt like I needed to share IBC with everybody because yeah. I was trying to provide for my family. I mean, let's be real. It was, it, I left a, a steady income job to go hundred percent commission. And that was, you guys know me and my personality that is not consistent with, with typical Chris Bay decisions. Right. So I was out there talking to people about IBC and all those things. Um, and, and I will say that I did dip my toe in that first circle, tried, sure. didn't work very well. Yeah. Um, Mike Everett, you and I have traveled together a lot. Mm. And we have spent some time on airplanes. And <laughs> there has been a high percentage of times when even the person sitting next to us asks us, you know, the question, hey, what do you do? Or, you know, they're just... It's a, it's a natural, it's a natural it's, consequence it's a natural of con yep. just where you're, where you're at. So these are third per third circle people. Yeah. Right. And you've got a designated time. They can't escape <laughs> even if they want to, <laughs> or we can't That's escape sometimes. Sometimes we yeah. can't escape. Right. <laughs> um, but you and I have joked about this of all the conversations we've had on airplanes what percentage of those actually turned into an ongoing IBC relationship? Zero. Zip. Big so up. Let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Is it because the altitude affects their learning? <laughs> well, no. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm going to make it a little simpler. People, when they're traveling, they're already tired and exhausted. They're, they're not really what I call fully engaged. Yeah. And, you know, you give people opportunities in those times when you're on a plane or, on, you know, in close proximity to have a conversation, to give them the option to 
take steps forward yeah. in their additional learning in IBC. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how many times do we get home from a trip and it takes us three, four, five days to just completely <laughs> reconnect our brains to what we're doing, why we were gone in the first place, mm -hmm. and then what we're trying to get accomplished. So I, I'm not holding the people hostage or responsible no. that I talk to. Yeah. But here from a personal standpoint, what a greater opportunity for us to fine tune our own um, learning, our own ability to be able to share IBC at the level that we know people need to have in order to give them concrete steps to take forward. Move to move forward. So, yeah. yeah um, so I, I have no problem because I'm going to tell you, I, I learned how to have conversations on airplanes. Yeah. I learned, you remember when we traveled early on and we'd go to all of these different events in different cities, you're meeting a ton of people. You have no idea who they are. Right. And, you know, I remember my first few, this was, oh my gosh, 18, 17 years ago. I mean, I couldn't even get, I couldn't even get IBC out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I talked to business owners all over the country and I go, Think about the first day that you went and you put your key in the door and you unlocked it. Did you have any idea what you were doing? If they're honest, they'll say, had no idea. Yeah. <clears throat> but if they've been doing it for five or 10 or 15 years, could they just do it blindfolded? Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, because of life success and legacy and what we do, we are in infinite banking concept only agency we don't get we don't get involved in what nelson used to call the noise with um products that are offered at banks investment uh, uh situations through the market and stuff like that health insurance medicare you name it yeah we're not we're not involved in all of that other mess what we do is here hold on crazy 92 page book that has flipped our lives upside down. So the whole idea of conversations is for people to get the 92 page book called becoming your own banker, unlocking the infinite banking concept. Yeah. And <clears throat> what we want people to do is take one, two, three steps forward and for them to meet us halfway. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to talk about. That's just a general rule for me. It's kind of a principle or a guideline of, and it can work for first, second, or third circle people. It can. Oh, yeah. Is, okay, if I'm here and they're over here, if they take two steps forward, I'll go two steps. But early on, what happens is somebody takes two steps forward, like, hey, what do you do for a living? And we go, and we drag <laughs> all the way, right? I call it getting a, I call it getting them IBC saved. That's it. That's it. So to me, it, it's an it's a little bit of a skill and an art. Is okay. They take two steps. You take two steps, and then you shut up and see. Is there a question? Okay. Is there a question? Okay. 
you know, those kinds of things. And, and I find for me is if you engage in a conversation, it's more about me asking good questions mm -hmm. to elicit their <clears throat> thinking and their responses and questions, right? Um, when I'm able to get them talking and thinking, then we're off and running. But if I, I find myself say... dominating the conversation, in my mind, that is not an effective approach for me. I know so people I hate... have different styles and approaches, but for me, that's not an effective approach. I hate to say this out loud, but Chris Bay, you actually taught me that because I really, I truly love my own voice. <laughs> and, <laughs> listen to all oh, look at all three of these guys just cracking up um it's not true no. you no you no. literally taught me how to ask questions and so when i get somebody on that first phone consultation or i'm talking to somebody whether it be on the sidewalk or in a in an airport it is it is now something that kind of just sets back in there and say okay mike I'm going to be able to inundate these people with IBC, but what is it that they're looking for? Yeah. Right. Because any so, of us could talk about IBC ad nauseum. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh. I mean, this podcast is an example. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been doing this since 2016. How much do you really have to say about IBC? <laughs> so, so we all can talk about IBC and love to talk about IBC ad nauseum, but to me, that is the shotgun approach yeah. where yeah. we're just throwing out metal at people, information at people. But if we ask questions and we develop a relationship and we create trust yep. and we know their life and we know their pain points, then we come from a place of being helpful and we become a rifle where we can actually teach specific to their pain point, their need, their desire, their goal or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mike Kwong, a lot of your folks that you, you meet with, they're working towards passive income. They want to have work optional lives, right? Yep. And so it's very easy for you when you know that going in, that you filter out a whole bunch of other things that you could talk about, right? They may be coming to you and not have any wind current to turn. Right. You know, so that helps you really zone in <clears throat> on the questions you ask and where you teach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have it good in that sense. I'm very lucky. And, uh, you know, that's why I, I brought up the other point where, you know, let's say you're in a, in a neutral setting totally with people, you know, you know, don't know so well in a mixer or whatever event. And everyone has their, you know, one minute to explain what they're doing. And it's like, that's where it's like a challenge. I think, yeah. you know, because IBC is so non-contrarian, or, or, you know, contrarian rather, um, and, and unconventional. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, you know, it's not just money and finance. It's also like, uh, it's creating know. habits. It's changing it is. It's mindset. It is, yeah, your, your behaviors mm. have to shift. You know, like there's, I think you're absolutely wow. on the right track there uh, because I, in my leadership Lawrence class, and we've talked about this a little bit, like, you know, I'm with a lot of people who are business leaders or owners or like people in the community who I wouldn't say are influential per se, but are definitely like active outgoing people for the most part. <clears throat> so everybody wants to talk about what everybody does. Right. And I love that <laughs> aspect. I've learned a lot about other people and their, their careers and all that stuff. 
But most people can say, if I'm an accountant, well, I'm an accountant. I work at this yeah. office. If you know, if they're a, fire, a firefighter, well, pretty self-explanatory. I mean, we say we're infinite banking coaches and everybody goes, okay. <laughs> what? And like, you get this like perplexed look like you're selling snake oil. And so right. like, <clears throat> it then becomes the challenge that Mike was ever, was just talking about where it's like trying not to overwhelm them with that information and give them some uh, breadcrumbs. And if they pick them up and come to you, then you meet them like Chris was saying, right? Like, so there's these, it's a bit of a dance. It's a bit of a, like, I've, I've worked for eight years at finding my elevator pitch, you know, and it changes based on who I'm talking to sometimes. It That's right. Based on uh, the situation, um, how much time I really do have, you know, and all that stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. <clears throat> you know, we, several years ago, we went to um, one of the Nelson Nash Institute think tanks and they actually had us practice uh -huh. um, elevator pitches on, you know, what do you do? What's IBC, that kind of thing. And they even tried to make it fun and make it a competition. And a lot of them were really, you know, people were fumbling. We uh, still fumble over that. Yeah, and yeah. I actually have come to a place where I reject the elevator pitch yeah. about what I do. I will say I'm an infinite banking coach and leave it at that. Yep. And just to answer the question yep. and move on, if they come back and say, well, what is that? That's a conversation. Yeah. But if they if they just kind of look at me with that, you know, glazed over look, it's like that mm -hmm. that conversation's done. That's yep. fine. Right. I I just don't try to because to me, if I don't have a if somebody's asking me what I do, they don't know me. I don't have a relationship with them. There's no trust developed. So really those conversations rarely come into anything at all. I equate those questions to the same as like, and I call it like small chat that nobody really loves. Like, how about yeah. them cubs? Or right. what about right. the weather? Or, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. conversations like we don't know what else to say. So, well, I guess I'll ask Mike Kwong what he does. Mike, Mike what do you do? You know, and like all of a sudden it's now this like, you know, if you're an accountant again, it's like, well, I'm an accountant, you know, and everybody's like, cool, cool. Then that conversation now reached the end. It's the momentum has stopped. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? the, the bottom line in those conversations, you know, cocktail party, yeah, 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 yeah. go to cocktail parties, but if I did, that's the kind <laughs> of setting, right? And uh, really when we ask those questions, what we're trying to do is find a connecting point. Yes. Right. And so that's why we say things like, well, tell me about your family, right? Yeah. And so if I'm talking with Mike Kwong about his family and he's like, oh, yeah, we've, we've got a daughter. She's in high school. I'm like, oh, um, is she thinking about college or what direction is she going? Oh, yeah, we've been doing college visits. Oh, that's cool. Where have you guys gone? We've gone here and there. That's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> yeah, we found that on campus visits were really helpful to actually be there on site and get to interact and rub elbows with the people yeah. and things like that. Um, gosh, how... And, and then, you know, Mike's talking and then you start, you can start that conversation about, um, are you, you know, how did you, how are you, have you guys been planning for tuition or yeah. if she's looking at Stanford, like full scholarship, what's, what's your plan with that? We've been through that process and it was difficult, you know, and get Mike talking about that kind of stuff. And then 
if he knows we've got two kids who've already gone through college and he's not an IBC person, he might go, well, how did you address it? Yeah. And that's that we've had a connecting point. We've talked about our kids going to mm -hmm. school where we've identified a potential pain point or a, a topic of discussion. We're sharing ideas. I'm not trying to sell them. We're just two people trying to figure out how to get our kids educated. Right. So I, that's kind of why I reject the whole elevator speech approach for myself. It just, I haven't found it to be beneficial. Yeah. So to those um, clients that are out there, Mike Kwong, right? Yeah. To those clients that are out there, and we have so many of them, thank you folks, our passionate IBC clients and mm -hmm. friends. We all get excited about IBC and we want to tell people all about it <laughs> and they want to know what do I say right and honestly in a lot of cases what we tell people is invite them to a webinar um, join them have them you know listen to the podcast invite them to a boot camp uh, read Nelson's book read Mike Kwong's book you know those kinds of things to see if um, they want to join in and to generate that question and that conversation. Don't think of it as a one-time thing, but think of it as a, oh, this is a new element to our relationship that we can, we can further go. And lean on LSL. Let us do the teaching because it takes mm -hmm. you out of that role of having to be the expert. That, that's my take. I don't know for you guys, do you have any advice for you know, clients that are out there that are all excited <clears throat> about IBC and they want to share it with the world? Yeah, no, just to echo your point, you know, I mean, we have so many awesome resources now. I mean, we got great podcasts and, and you know, the YouTube videos uh, and the books that you mentioned. There's so much out there that if they truly are interested in, in learning more, um, I think, you know, sending them to, to us to start uh, getting educated is a great is a great start. Because, again, the last thing you want to do is, you know, get your mouth all tied up, trying to explain something or or you know, make it awkward between you and your friend, right? If, 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 you, if you're not versed in it. Um, but I mean, we know what it feels like. I mean, we were all clients first, right? And, and that's important. Like Mike Everett, you said, when you turn that key, <clears throat> you don't know what you're doing the first day. No. If you were a client first, you do know exactly how these work, right? Before yeah. you start talking <clears throat> about it. So you've laid that groundwork. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think I always tell people, you know, when I used to work on cars, I was like, they would come in and try to tell me what they thought was wrong with their car, which is fine. But I was always like, I don't do what you do for a living. You don't do what I do for a living. I'll be the expert here and you be the expert there. That's what I would tell clients too. It's like, you may not be an expert in IBC. You have your feet wet and you're engaged and you're passionate about it. But let those who are, you know, coaches do that work for you because that's a lot of extra load on your tape, on your, on your uh, plate that you don't necessarily need to take on. Yeah. Focus on your relationship with, with yes. that person. Um, invite them to, you know, learn from us and the resources mm -hmm. that we have. And I would say um, it's an opportunity not for you to teach IBC, but you can certainly talk about what your experience has been oh, yeah. with yes. the team or how you've utilized 100%. IBC. You know, your own personal, how have you used it? Oh, we used it to turn the wind current on our debt. 
what's that mean? Right. You can talk about your own personal experience. We used it to buy a car. We used it for tuition, Um, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. Those are personal experiences rather than you trying to teach the mechanics of how IBC works. Oh yeah. Let, let us do that. Yep. Really. I've been, I've been quiet for a minute, but now I'm going to talk. Um, (laughs) We are an educational organization, number one, but by people engaging in the kind of expertise that we have with IBC, they're going to learn stuff that they never thought was possible with money, which in turn, I think about, I really, I go back to this all the time. It's on the back of our business cards. It says, why in the world does life success and legacy exist? We want to inspire financial hope and freedom by revealing little-known truths about money while investing in trusting long-term relationships. It's really that simple. And, you know, inspiring people with financial hope and freedom takes on a whole different level with every single family. It could be somebody who all they want to do is put a deck on the back of the house. It could be somebody who wants to do some big investing like some of the people that Kwong, but it could be that people have credit card debt out, out the wazoo. We want to take people exactly where they are and see if there's a chance that we can move them down. But yet in the midst of all of that, the conversations that we have, learning about their families, learning about their hopes and their dreams and what are their goals, you know, we're creating this incredible relationship with somebody that when you're learning about each other, then all of a sudden there's this trust that develops and you kind of go, wow, all of a sudden it's not just a working relationship, but it's a friendship. Yeah. And we, we say this all the time. We are friends with our clients. Mm-hmm. because we know them, we know about them, we know what their goals are, we know where they're headed. And yet, in the midst of all of that, we're helping them think through by utilizing IBC, how can we achieve the the hope and the freedom that we really all thought we would have in our early 20s to early 30s, <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> but we can show them a pathway out of that. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the takeaways for me is what Mike Everett started us off with was those three circles. And we highly, highly recommend if you're all excited out there and you're wanting to tell people about IBC, do not focus on your inner circle. Let those people come to you. Okay. Um, Let them observe, let them watch your success. Um, eventually they may come and ask you about it and then it's a really fun conversation, but don't yep. focus on, on that inner circle. Yep. Um, and, and secondly, I would say another takeaway is um, when someone does ask, talk about your experience, talk about how it's helped you talk about how you've used IBC in your own life. Um, don't, don't get into the nuts and bolts of, of how IBC works. Uh, lean on us <clears throat> to do that. Um, and, and really what this does is it, it takes the pressure off of you to just focus on their relation, your relationship with that person and finding out about more about them, which is the third bullet point I would say is ask questions, right? Yeah. Ask questions, 
um, use that 50-50 rule. If you ask a question and they engage and then they re reciprocate with another question, it's that dance where you come together. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anything else you guys want to say on this topic? Good stuff. This is great. Good stuff. All right. Hey, listeners, thanks for uh, joining us. Check out our website, lifesuccesslegacy.com. Mike Crawford, I'm going to surprise you here real quick, uh, yeah. put you on the spot. Um, you shared with us some fun, exciting information about the podcast, and you don't need to go into the great details or anything, right? But I wanted to give you a chance just to say your thank yous to our listeners, those who view us on YouTube, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we've we started this podcast with the idea that it may not go anywhere, you know, several years back. <clears throat> and uh, I believe the yeah. quote was, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. I have uh, no idea who would have said that. <laughs> we've, we've had some pretty decent growth over the last year or two. Uh, last year alone, we had uh, um, the amount of time that people were watching the podcast went up by 111%. So, you know, we've seen some pretty significant growth there. Obviously, we're not we're not in this to monetize our YouTube channel, but anybody who's willing and able to like and subscribe, uh, all it does is help us continue to spread the word. Uh, we appreciate those of you who come back and continue to watch our our silly faces on these channel on this channel and hear us <laughs> talk for you know half an hour, forty minutes about infinite banking and the different topics uh, that we do cover. So you know we definitely appreciate all of you. You know, and if you have friend or family you want to suggest. Uh, you know, as my son would say, smash that like button. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's a correlation with our increase in viewers since Mike Kwong started being on the, uh, on the, we got his pretty face on here more often. Oh yeah. I I'll think that's, break, that's, I'll in, break down that's the increased. analytics on that. Yeah. Could which you do that? Get the most views if, if, you know, and, and, <laughs> and filter it by Kwong face and not Kwong yeah. face. <laughs> well, this is fun guys. Um, always look forward to the opportunity to talk about IBC and just life in general. So Thanks, everybody, for joining in. To our listeners, um, please come back and join us again. Check out our website, lifesuccesslegacy.com. Lots of good information there. And do not talk to your inner circle about IBC. <laughs> Until next time, we'll catch you later.